The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. It's the evening, but I think I got a new job, so this is the last uh, time that we need to do it on the Weird Show. We can go back to our normally Monday morning schedule if you if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready, and that and congratulations to you. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, back on the feet. Yeah. So, so we were you just. St- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask, were you still working your your the job that you took while you were searching for the job that you have now? Yeah, yeah. So you have at no point in any of this have you been unemployed during a search? Uh, no, but I will be starting. I think tomorrow. Tomorrow I think should be my last day. I might work half of tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but, but you they also don't, they uh, don't need me anymore at this place. Yeah, but you also even at that point you already found the new job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're still not unemployed. You just haven't started. Correct. So no, I just wanted to point that out. Like even through. Thing. All of the dislike and the discourse with the new job, you understood the importance of like, I need to play nice, uh, you know, focus, make sure I'm doing the, you know, the things that I need to do yeah. until I get to that, till I find that new situation. Yeah. I mean, I was doing the mandatory minimum for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, but I was still doing the mandatory minimum. Yeah. No one looking, no, no one was looking at you and no one was wondering. It just was, you know. You did enough to keep keep the attention off of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think as a general rule, you know, and also, like, you know, I want to be proud of myself at the end of the day, right? Like, you know, that there's, on some level, I'm trying to do a, even for a place that I realize is a terrible fit, right? The goal was to get out of there as quickly as possible so that I would cost them as little as possible, Right. Because they, you know, they, they wanted me to be a good fit. I wanted them to be a good fit, but it just didn't work out, which is okay. Yeah, totally. Wow, so we were just talking awesome. before the show. Well, normally you start, but I guess I'm going to start. So yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, if you got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's well, no, we were just talking about the, the, before the show, and you were talking about event spaces. And I was about to say, like, like with confidence, uh, if I had $25,000 or $50,000, to invest in a random thing, I would invest in an event space because people want to have events and event spaces that are like nice are hard to come by and people can't hold stuff at their house because maybe because people are disgusting. I don't really know. Maybe because people don't know how to keep house or like host a soiree. But I, I think event spaces is a good business to be in. It's inclusive, and, that, and that's the thing. What I would think, what I what I think about with event spaces is that it it allows for an inclusive environment. What I mean by that is, there's so many people that don't have a house big enough to have yeah. the type of events that they want to have. Like I know for me, even though I own my home in the wintertime, trying to invite everybody over for like a birthday party for my wife, 
would be insane. You know what I mean? So there's so many people that need it. The need is there. If you want to have like a decent party where people aren't sweating to death because so many warm bodies in this small area that the, the temperature of the house is like 100 degrees, you need an event space to go to so that you can spread out, allow people to have a really good time, you know, and your house doesn't get torn up as well. So that's another sure. purpose to it. But no, event spaces are absolutely a good business. And then the other part about it that's great is there's a whole nother level of event space where you start getting into the game of like hosting, you know, major life changing events like weddings and different things along those lines, you know, bigger events where it's guaranteed money. It's, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm watching one of my closest um, cousins, like my brother, he's getting married right now, um, planning his wedding. And like, it's basically like the way that they break it down is like, hey, if you're not bringing me 75 guests, I don't, I don't even come here. Like, right. you know, it's like a minimum. Like, you know, like it's a minimum. And it's like, and it's going to be $200 a plate for all those guests. So, you know what I mean? It's well, and like, the event space, geez. like it's, it's new to sort of us, our, like, our sort of next generation, right? Gen X and you're a millennial, but you're like the, the very beginning of them. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in that it's like, you don't hold that kind of thing in the church anymore. You don't have no, the church. No. You don't do the church basement thing anymore. True. The community center has long since been abandoned by the community. <laughs> like, totally. And so now it's this other thing. I, I think that event spaces, man, like, Airbnb for event spaces kind of thing. Like instead of having an Airbnb, I would, that's where I would try to go. I try to buy an event space or I'm with something you. like that. Which is, I'm with I think you. it's a good business. You know? I'm with you. Hey, before we get into the book, I would be remiss if I did not ask my question. Oh yeah. Cause I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about this one. Um, I had a couple conversations about it uh, earlier in the day as well with, with a few of my, you know, I told Mike uh, guests of the show, that he he's like my uh my um I guess you would call him my practice round before okay. I ask these questions to you okay. on the show. So a lot of these I run by Mr. Michael Cunningham, uh the uh director of uh Kingdom's Keeper Ministry Outreach there. If any of you guys wanna follow him at any point. Um so I, I run them through him first. Um and today I called him this morning, I'm like I think I'm I think I'm gonna ask a question about happiness. Um yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a deep one, right? Um and just get your perspective. Um I guess the question would be where does it come from? Your opinion. Sure, I have a pretty direct answer, I think. Um Adam Smith has a quote Adam Smith's the theory of moral sentiments guy, the invisible hand guy, right? Mm. Um, mm -hmm. from, you know, markets move, all that stuff. Um, he has a quote that I've heard a million times because I love it. And it's, uh, man desires not only to be loved, but to be lovely. And lovely is kind of an old-fashioned word, much that we're listening to an old-fashioned book. But lovely, when you go back, 
means worthy of other people's love. Mm. Right? And so that's a pretty interesting insight about man. Right? Mm -hmm. So a person wants to be loved for sure, but also to be worthy of love. Right? Mm -hmm. And generally, I find that happiness comes from having those two things well-bounded, right? When the people in my life that matter care about me, and I know it because that's working out, right? Like sometimes you're arguing with your, your spouse or whatever, and it's hard, it's hard to be happy in those spots, right? But also worthy of being loved, which is the, do I feel good about the stuff that I'm doing? Am I excited about the project of life that I'm living, right? Like, are, are all the things that I'm doing on my side of the street interesting and good? So interesting and good that I'm worthy of the love of my part, partner or my spouse or, you know, whatever that is. Mm. And when that's happening, all of a sudden I'm happy. And when that's not happening, I'm not. Mm. And usually it's because I didn't work hard enough. Uh, I didn't eat right. Like I didn't do the things that I consider the person that I want to be. When I don't do that stuff, I can't be happy. So that's mm. what happiness, like that's where it comes from to me. It comes from you have your side of the street clean and it's worth and it's a worthwhile street, right? Like, there's <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I like that. That's a for good, what it's worth. There's a lot of people that are like, Yeah, I cleaned my side of the street, and I'm like, Yeah, but your street sucks. Yeah, you ain't got you know what I mean? There. Like, yeah. your yeah. personality sucks. Every all your interests suck. <laughs> Everything about you sucks. <laughs> you know, like, not knowing that street, it's empty. There's nothing on the no street. stores, you ain't got no ice cream shops, you ain't got nothing, <laughs> you know. But like, if you're telling me, like. Dude, we're reading Emma, and I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm trying, both. but both. I'm struggling, right? And I'm like, all right. And part of me struggling through this is like, all right, now I gotta finish it. Yeah. Because I, because I got like, this is a classic book, and I'm having a hard time. So I gotta be able to get this. Like I got it. I should have this muscle. Of mm-hmm. per, the person that I want to be has this muscle. Gotcha. Who do you think's responsible for your happiness? Me. Okay. Mostly. Now it's also there's you know, there's some other stuff. You know, there's because Sarah has you know, some some relationship to that, right? Like when she's unhappy, I'm unhappy. You know, like there's there's definitely mm-hmm. and I imagine yeah. you have that you have that with your kids, right? Like yeah. and your and your yeah. wife. Like there's totally. a there's a thing there. Yeah. But I'm the person I'm the common denominator in all my relationships, right? Like so, yeah, you know, it's all it's about all, man. So we had so the reason I asked you that question because it was a it was a thought of mine, and uh, me and Mike had this conversation, and we were just it was just you know just in our philosophical bag of like happiness, right? Like, hmm. you know, and the thing that I kind of took away from it was <sighs> it's part of like why we're doing what we're doing. The whole idea of the process being black or white is about like the goal is not to focus on the outcome. The goal is to focus on the work that you're doing because 
that's the thing that you get to control. And yeah. the moment you start looking ahead, focusing on the outcomes, is the, is the moment that you're going to start to not feel good about what it is that you're doing, or you start questioning it because you you're not getting the outcomes. Yeah. And <clears throat> the thing about happiness is it's so it's it's so tied into like faith and just this belief. It's a second. That, it's a second level emotion. Exactly. It's it's not ta- it's not this tangible thing that it's like like hey you can get a new car and be happy for a second for a second and then you get another new car and you're happy for a second but you but there's plenty of people getting a lot of nice new shiny things and getting results that they want or think they want and they and they don't get to enjoy like true happiness you know there's still something missing there. And it's because happiness, like you just said, it starts internal, and it's and it's such an internal thing, of like fulfillment, and and the only way that you could ever feel fulfilled, fulfilled, to in my opinion, is if you're doing the things that you believe you're supposed to be doing, which purpose comes into play. Well, Which is I mean, what you're talking about, cleaning up your side of the street. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm cleaning up my side of the street. I got ice cream shops. I got, you know, all these great places to eat. You know, I got a great and my, you know, my I got street, a gym over and here. My, my street's worth living on. Because yeah. people miss people miss that. People people miss that all the time. Because that, mm. that is definitely like, you know, the that's a saying, right? Like, it's not like I made it. It's not like I made it up, right? Like, no, no, it's totally. a saying for a reason. Because mm. that's true. That clean up your side of the street. Like, yeah. handle your handle yeah. your business. Yeah. Right, but then also make sure that, like you're doing that you're worth, cause man, you meet a lot of people and you're like, what are your interests? And they're like, I don't know. And you're like, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't shut up about my interests. You yeah, can't shut up about your interests. Yeah. We we have a show before the show every single week. That's twice as long as the show. That's at least as long <laughs> as the show. And we yeah. can't shut up about the stuff that we're interested in. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's not always like I mean, we kind of always like touch on some themes, right? But yeah, but it goes it goes all over, way over. Yeah, it goes all over the place. And then what happens is normally we're li- we're talking, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh no no, we need to, we need to start the show. Yeah, let's, let's do the show. show. Yeah, because because we were and that's where the whole thing with the with the you know if I had twenty five thousand dollars to invest, I would start a party space. That that's where that came from. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you look around, like, what are people thinking? Like, why? It's such an interesting time to be alive. There's so many opportunities. And mm-hmm. and it's not, like, we talk about business a lot because we're thinking about that, and that's kind of where we're at in our life. But it's not even just business. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to get into poetry? There are entire internet groups of people talking about 17th century French poetry right now. Yeah. You wanted people, to learn about that. You could yeah. get into that. People are afraid that are not are hesitant to enter those rooms though. I don't like know for for whatever it is. Maybe it's embarrassment that you might not be able to keep up or whatever. But people do get afraid to enter certain rooms, man. That's like, true, but the other thing is, is if you like if you have any self-awareness, which also maybe might be a little bit rare, but mm-hmm. like if I walk into a room uh, that uh, where people are excited about the thing I'm excited about, but they know more than me. I'll, I'm like, Hey, you, you know more than me about this. School me up. Yep. 
yeah. people are thrilled. Yeah. I love, they love I, it. I love doing that. Oh, I love so doing that. I told you when you told me about the sous vide, you know, and I and oh, I yeah, and you I you went overboard. <laughs> I went overboard. I started Googling asking everybody who had one, like, hey, what do you do with the sous vide? What do you do? You know, I'm I'm like a kid in a candy store. You if I get into a room and I'm interested in it and there's a wealth of knowledge in that room, teach oh, I'll be there all day long. Yes. And I just sit back and watch and listen and learn and take notes and boom and next summer. I'm going to come back to that room with a crossover, a step back, a little fadeaway mixed in. I'm going to be killing y'all next summer. It's going to be over. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm maxi as we talked, had that conversation early. I'm coming in, adding so much to my game. And I just, you know, cause that's just the way I am. I love like learning is, and, and to me, it's just nothing better. There's nothing better. You know, it's, it's nothing better. And it, and that drives my happiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said the other day to my wife, I'm like, man, ever since I've been buying these frozen rices, I don't know how to make rice anymore. Because I'm getting this frozen rice. You know the bag I'm talking about. Yeah, you just throw it in the microwave. So easy. It's so easy. i like, oh, no, I'm making rice. I'm making red beans and rice. And I'm going to find a recipe. I'm going to master the hell out of red beans easy and rice. Easy to make rice. Yeah, so yeah, easy. So easy. But I'm gonna master it. I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna learn to make rice and friggin' Get it just bamboo pot. I'm gonna get sticky rice. I'm gonna do so much homework on rice. You know, my my family's gonna be like, "All right, enough rice, Dad." You know, they we're eating chicken right now. By the way, from the sous vide, I heard you setting yours up as well. Oh yeah, so they, they they just ate chicken. They're probably so tired of this sous vide chicken, but I'm just like, I'm like, nah, man. I got. I'm trying it this way now. I'm doing it this way now. You well, know, we're we're just, trying to we're trying to lose a little weight, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so the sous vide chicken breast is perfect because it's chicken breast is what you got to eat if you're trying to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's boring and yeah. it's not fattening, and you know. Yeah, but it's delicious out of the sous vide. Out of the sous vide, it's delicious. Otherwise, it tastes like cardboard. You can't pay me. Yeah, to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but now nah, you know everything that you talked about. We have that. Yeah, I thought of. Your answer was awesome. It was, it was, I totally see it the same way. Um, very important that you kind of check yourself and your, in your happiness question. You got to start with yourself. You're the common denominator. You start there and then you fan way out. Yeah. And you know, once you start there, you might see like, Ooh, this, this that I have in my life right now. Ooh, let me remove that. Oh man. I, you know, I gotta get this out of here too. But yeah. if you're not starting with yourself, you can't start moving things out. And you haven't evaluated yourself. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Um, but yeah, yeah. All right, man. Great answer. So speaking speaking of people who don't evaluate themselves, let's talk about Emma. Yes. So I, I have some notes. And All I think right. this will be helpful for, for the both of us. All right. I would like to work with you in this next 10 minutes or five, eight minutes or whatever. Let's go. Sure. Just placing the characters. Okay. Let's build out scene, characters, where we are. We're up to chapter 10. Oh, I, yes. Oh, also, I have an idea. So after okay. your thing, I want, we got to remember, table it, but we got your my idea. idea. Okay. Um, I know Emma. Yes. I know her friend. Is it Heather? Why can't I remember her name? Um, 
Hazel? Hil- Hillary Smith. I Hillary. Think her name. Hillary, yes. Maybe. So I know. I think it's one, it's an H. It's an H. Yeah. Harriet. Yeah, I, it's Harriet. Harriet. There it is. I got it. Yes, Harriet. That That's older. I went too far close to the, the 20th century yeah. uh, with, with Heather. Um, <laughs> or even Harriet. the 21st. Um, yeah. So Harriet and Emma. And I know that Harriet is a very attractive, Like quiet, 18, 19 years old. Yes. Quiet, attractive, not really going to be a great learner, but could not make super bright. Man, no, not super bright, but could, could is the type of woman that in that time was very valuable. And it sounds like men lust over women like that. It's what it sounds. It sounds like they're lusting a little bit over her. Like I, she's got some suitors. I think that she's very attractive. Yeah. And I think that she's not Emma. Where I think Emma is also attractive. Emma, I was just about to say, Emma's very attractive as well. But Emma has opinions. Yes. And she thinks and she reads. Yes. And she does all these other things. And she's woman. I don't know if womanly. She, she, she's the opposite. She's the female version of a gentleman. I don't know what the word for that is. Yes. But she, so she's a lady. And yes. so with that comes a bunch of lady effort from men. Yes. Right? That you gotta do certain you gotta do certain stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think up until Emma met Harriet, she was just quiet, not really opinionated, nice, and very attractive. Now you say Emma or Harriet was that Harriet? Yes, Harriet was so quiet, yes. chill. Yes. yes, so that was my next point. Is that it sounds like Emma, Harriet have become friends, and Emma is now has designs feeding. on what Harriet's supposed to get out of life. Yes, got you. So I'm I'm caught up there. Yes, I'm I'm also learning that there's so now there's some is she a matchmaker or there's a lady. That I'm, I I'm think... trying to learn who she is. There's this lady <laughs> that is communicating with Emma and Emma's dad, also about Emma, and there's oh, some oh. character here that's sure. like orchestrating some of this stuff. So there, she's not orchestrating it. The other lady, maybe okay. I'm wrong. I could be yeah, wrong. I, you, I don't know. Let's that's why I say we should do this. The other lady is Emma used to have a friend slash teacher. Okay. That, okay. That, okay. That lady went off and got married and Emma thinks that she coordinated that. Yes. And that lady is like Emma's proof of concept that Emma should be a matchmaker. So Emma fancies herself the kind of person that messes about with other people's lives. Yes. She she's a seed planner. And she's she, seed. she 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 pl- I noticed she's that. She's got plans, she's got well, opinions about the way things should work out for mm-hmm. people. And she's and who, sort of the, conniving. There's a lady that's on the other spectrum with Emma's ideas where at one point in chapter 9 she was going back and forth with this lady on why would Emma get involved in Harriet's proposal. I think who is that, that lady? A, that was a man. Oh, that was a man. That was a man. I'm 
They don't really announce that. I, I don't know if we if we got introduced to that character. Did There's we? a couple. We did. There's a couple of men. There's Emma's. I want to say father. Hey, this lady. Did, I, I hate to get off topic, but this lady does a terrible job with the male voices too. I can't really make them all out. Yeah, I'm strong. I'm definitely struggling <laughs> picking it up. She, it's, she needs to have a better accent as we're I'm, listening well, to this. I'm better guy. now. Then I, I know was. her father's. I know the father character. I know, I know when voice. she does his voice. Yeah, but the guy's voice is this other guy. I can't remember his name right now, for whatever reason. He's the guy that is. I don't know. Her, I guess her father's friend, Emma's friend. I don't know where he comes from. Really, gotcha, gotcha. I know, but I that, know. Yep. he's not a love interest to Emma, and he's not a love interest to Harriet. He's sort of like a neighborhood guy or whatever. And he was the one that was going back and forth with Emma. Because about... he was like, he was like, oh, this guy's going to ask Harriet to marry her. And she was yes. like, well, then... she's going to say no. No, exactly. Yes, yes. And and that's where that all, that guy, he's a main character. I forget what his name is right now, but he's a major character. Yes. For sure. I'm picking that up. I'm picking yeah. that up. And he, his idea was that Harriet. I mean, uh, she thought Harriet was not a good suitor for the she guy thought because that there was a farmer guy. Yeah, but was she the one to marry saying that She thought Harriet was not a good fit for him because it wouldn't be a good fit for him, not because of her, or was that the gentleman who was? Because what at one the, point they the got gentleman, into the yeah they got they got into the argument right yes, and so the. I was Emma's, trying to keep up at that point. I was like, Jesus, who, nah, who's nah, arguing what side? Yeah, it's t it was it was a little bit tough. Yeah. I think that Emma's perspective was that this dude, the farmer man, yeah, that that Harriet said no to. That guy was below Harriet's station. Yeah, she was like, she was like, nah, she can yeah. do better. We we can marry her up into this. Fancy sort of group that I'm in. Well, Harriet has some money too, right? Like Harriet. I know Harriet. I thought they is, said she comes she, from her family. She comes from parents that they don't know about, right? That uh, was the whole thing. Remember, it was like right. nobody knows who her parents are. Gotcha. So that could mean that she's all over. You know, like maybe one of the earlier chapters, because I was a little confused about one of the earlier chapters they were talking, Emma was like, because nobody knows who your family is. Uh, Nobody knows who your family is. And if we can move you up, you're yes, now in my part. group. I, rem yep. I remember that part. Cause, okay. Cause Emma likes but the, the former, but the former has money, but he doesn't have status. He's so a, the farmer is successful at being a farmer. Farmer. He does not have status. Status. So he's still, cause I know he, he had, he can provide a really nice life, but it would not come with status. Yeah, it would not come with status. Yeah, so it would just be a, a she'd be taken care of, and she had all her needs would be met handsomely. And Harriet's been living in her, in his mom and sister's house up until she met Emma. Mm. So this dude's yes, this dude's been around yes. Harriet, gotten to know her. Like I'm pretty sure that his interest in her is genuine. Like it's yeah. not just yeah. it's not he's just uh, 
Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's he. She's appropriate, right? Like she's yeah. she's class appropriate and money appropriate, but she's also very attractive. And he's like, oh, this. He'd be doing. I think he be thinks he'd be doing well. Yes. So in looking at all of that, that's kind of like that. That's the first ten chapters. That's where we're at so far. Yeah, like that's what's happened so far. Correct. Like we learned that Emma's snooping. I know she. I thought she was gonna be like setting her dad up and stuff like that, but apparently they haven't really gone down that road yet. I think her dad is like aloof. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah. and and but he's. I think he's almost ignorable. You know what I noticed too is that they don't really know how smart Emma is. They kind of. The town kind of thinks that she's just like, you know, she's a little too vocal and opinionated. Yes. But I don't know if they know how they don't. really smart she is. They and her don't. dad knows how smart she is. Yeah. So well, he, her dad, her dad's crazy about her for sure. Yes. He thinks that he, the world, he thinks that she, she's yes. the best. Yes. But I think, it's and she is, how she is pretty she good is. too. Yeah. She's yeah. pretty good. He too. knows that like, she's not only, has beauty she has she's insightful brains. she's insightful yeah. and he knows that and i but think that's why he, he doesn't like that she doesn't like she doesn't like to read like there's yeah there's some stuff that she doesn't do yes that he wishes that she did and i yes. think i don't know for sure but i think like emma is like 24 oh. so she i is, think she does sound older than harriet for sure. She's older than Harriet for sure, but I think she's like 24. I think that she's supposed to be getting married. And she's she's dragging her feet here. And she's dragging her feet here. Okay. And I'm she's meddling in other yeah. people's business. Keeping the heat off of her. And instead of getting married herself. And she should yep. be getting married and instead she's finding. Worrying about everybody else. Worrying about everybody else. Because she likes to meddle in other people's lives. Yes, I picked that up, and I feel like that's a good synopsis of the first ten chapters. That helped me because I, I I'm placing things better, and you filled in some of the blanks for me. Hopefully, the vice versa. Hopefully, they were correct. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I you you basically validated what I thought what was going on. Yeah, because it's hard to really tell. Um, I have no idea where the next round of chapters are going i i can't i can't uh, i can't really predict this no book idea. at all no idea no idea i'm usually the predictor guy but i have no no predictions no. for you I don't, no. I don't know at all it can go so many ways yeah i have no <laughs> idea what's going on no idea where it's going it's a it's a comedy and i'm trying to yeah i still haven't picked up on any of that yeah i'm, I'm trying to get there and like i see some things that are upon reflection funny mm-hmm. but I haven't like laughed, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. So and, I'm, but I think that a lot of that has to do with the the generation and the timing. Yeah, and totally. Again, that we talked about earlier, like the person I want to be is the person who has a reference point for this. Yeah. For this, right? I'm I'm wondering when either at some point soon or when the book's over, I'm going to watch the movie and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the movie because well, that's my I'm, idea. I'm a rom time. I'm a rom com guy. I right. think I really I think I really would like the movie. Like, I think I would really like the movie. So, like, I, I, it was on, by the way, and it was on, like, the Hallmark Channel or something. 
Okay. And I just, the, it was the, the old very one, the Gwyneth, the Gwyneth Paltrow one? The old one, yeah. It was like, okay. it was pretty old. 90s. Um, yeah. But it, yes, it looked old. Like, it definitely looked. And I remember a newer one had came out not too long ago. Yep. Um, this one looked pretty hard to follow. It, it, it just didn't look like it was big production when it came out. Gotcha. Kind of, I don't know if it was or not, but. I don't know either. It didn't look big production, this one. It was. It looked like a Hallmark movie. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm having trouble visualizing the characters and putting them all in little buckets in my brain. Right? Yeah. It's definitely impacting my ability to lose myself in the story. True. Right. Agreed. Because I'm always like having to be like, okay, is this Mister What's His Name? And then like, I'm like working while I'm listening, which is fine, and I don't mind it. But I'm definitely having trouble putting everybody in a bucket. Here's my idea. I say we watch Emma, the movie. Okay. This week. I'm there. And do five chapters. Five chapters. I'm there. That way we can visualize the character and the other characters better. And we kind of, maybe by knowing what to look out for. I mean, obviously the movie is two hours long and the book's, I think, like 12 hours long. So, like, obviously there's some stuff missing, right? Yeah. But we'll be able to be like, okay, this is Mr. Winston, and this is Mrs. W- and this is Harriet. We'll be able to kind of put everybody into their groups. We'll know the characters, know the characters, and then we'll be able to build them up as we go through the book. Because I think we'll enjoy the book more. I think I might enjoy the book more. I, I had several people tell me that. I also had several people tell me, "Ugh, the movie's terrible." Um, so I, I've had it multiple ways, but. I was contemplating maybe watching it just so that I could place the characters. That's, that's what I think the value is, right? Like, I mean, I, the thing is, is that I want to enjoy the book more than I'm enjoying it right now. Um, and the reason that I'm not like super enjoying it, it's, I, I figured there's one of two ways that I got to go. I either need to go get the book from the library and then read, it and, listen read the and listen at the same time so that I can really soak it up and take my time getting it in. Um, or we'll have to go the, we'll have to go the other direction. So I haven't decided yet. We'll see. But I, I'm down. If you're down, I want to watch the new version of the movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, which I think you have. Yeah, I, got um, it. I was looking at it. I, I I say we watch the movie this week. Okay, and the one that came out in 2020, not the Gwyneth Paltrow one. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, the newest one. Yeah, it's got higher ratings. I don't know if that means anything, but that's that was how I picked. No, they, but I totally remember it. And it's not. I don't think that one is placed in the 1800s, is it? It is. I think yeah. they both are. And I think I, I don't know, dude. I yeah, don't. I wonder because hmm. these are, you know, like I'm not the target. Like I'm not the target version. audience, right? Yeah, like, no, you're the, not the, the target audience. I'm not the target. The the the, but Emma, the <laughs> new one, is on HB or I'm sorry, Amazon Prime, and it's uh got the girl from the same girl who was in. Did you watch the that TV show about chess? Um. Queen's Gambit oh, yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is... Okay. Yep, this is it. Yep. And it just came out. Same same uh, actress from... 
Queen's Gambit, who's super talented. That that show was amazing. So I figure we watch that, we do our five chapters, and then that'll that'll work it out. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at them here. I'm like, I didn't yeah, even, even see. The Emma that I watched didn't have a... Apparently, she's got a lot of books that were movies, too, by the way. I think all of them. There. Yeah, they made a lot I, of like, I mean, Jane Austen, this is part of the reason I want to read this, right? And, like, get there, or, or listen to the audiobook, at least. Is that, like, this lady is the author from this era. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's the top. She's a, she's, And anytime somebody's Michael Jordan, like, I appreciate it, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Jane Austen's the Michael Jordan of this era's, you know, books, and certainly um, books from the female perspective. So, I definitely want to want to get more comfortable with it. So, yeah, I gotta see which one. Uh, which one you actually ended up I seeing a clip saw. of? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was yeah, the, she was the end. Yeah, it was the Gwyneth Paltrow one. As I'm, I'm okay. looking at it now, yes, and it was towards the end, so I didn't really get to see. I didn't really get to see the whole thing. It was towards the end. It was like the last like five was. minutes of it. It was like literally ending. Yeah, um, yeah but no, nah, let's do it. All right. I might we'll, we'll watch it this week for sure. All right, that's the plan. We'll save updates for next week because it's getting late. Yeah, it's um, getting actually late, man. And uh, Monday morning, back to our usual time. There we go. Sweet. And in the meantime, uh, where can people find us, Vernon? They can find us at the processesblackandwhite.com. And they can also search us on The Process is Black and White, and we'll pop right up. I'll talk to you next week. All right, bro. Have a good night.